Welcome to the Challenge Chronicles. We are here to talk about an update of Season 37. I'm Devin Jordan. I'm with Rob McIntyre and Trace Armstrong. There have been a number of... Well, I guess if you don't want to hear anything about 37, just shut it off. But you should be able to tell by the title that that's what we're going to talk about right now. <laughs> and this is um, a public podcast. Whether you are on Patreon or not, you're getting this one for free. Uh, but if you are a Patreon, you can get it on video. Yeah, so if you want to subscribe to us on Patreon, you can go to the Challenge Chronicles dot com and subscribe it for twelve dollars um for or twelve dollars uh so someone for someone that doesn't follow the challenge as closely as we do rob what happened over the last couple of weeks um i mean mostly we just kind of filled out what we were missing like we had we it had been a question for a little bit why because we just had less women on the cast and we had men and we knew based on the formats that were being reported that that wouldn't continue into the actual season and so really that that got, actually got rectified. And then also we found out the format. Initially it was a, a well, also get, in, get into the delay too. Don't bury the lead here. Oh, well, I, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, so the <laughs> delay. So there, there was – Trace probably actually knows more than I do. But so there was a report that somebody in the, involved in the production of the show had tested positive for COVID. So then they had some somebody slipped through the cracks that it shut everything down. Everybody was down for a week and a half. And within that week and a half period, we were able to kind of figure out the format and the full cast. So we know the format now is not one alumni with one uh, newbie. It is actually one international with one American character. So like some like Kyle could be paired with Tori, for example. I don't I don't know if that's a pair, but that's that's what we know so far. Mm-hmm. Trace, do you have anything else in the production shutdown? I didn't, I didn't get much info on that. Yes, it it actually did affect, uh, I don't know spoilers for the record, everybody, but I I know a couple things that's happened with production beyond just that they shut down. What I found out is they actually either reset the whole season when they came back or a cast member left during quarantine. And so they brought back a member of the cast who had already been eliminated. Okay. So that's like the, so there's a lot of, Let's put it this way. How long, did, how long did they record before this happened? Like how, they how, how got far live were the, they? I, I've heard that they got through the first elimination. So they basically got through the first elimination. Now, whether they did another challenge or not, I have no idea. But they they definitely had eliminated some competitors. And then they had to shut everything down. Man, I mean, obviously, just considering the constraints of what the virus is, it would be very, very unlikely for somebody to catch it later on in the season. But they are really lucky that just something weird didn't happen, and then they got to happen now. Because what, what do you do if you're four episodes in? Yeah, you shut I mean, down they are for super lucky a week. <laughs> yeah, they they got very they got like considering that it doesn't seem like they were as strenuous as they've been this time as they've been in the past that they got very lucky with the situation so yeah well the fact that it was this season and not the last season double agents that they had a positive on because when they were filming double agents that was back when covid was surging again and it seems like when they left for this one coven's kind of on the back half and so it's very surprising to me that they especially with vaccines available before this cast left it was kind of shocking that well i mean somebody tested positive we will We'll, we'll get into it as we get into the cast. This cast is so international, though. Like, in a lot That's of these countries, true. they're nowhere close to where we are with in regards to vaccines. We're talking from an American perspective here. So for somebody who – that's not a reality in their country. Like, I, I don't think that really applies. Yes. Yeah, I mean, and I we thank there's... all of our international fans, by the way. We have a lot more international fans than we thought we did when we started getting the breakdown of statistics. So hello to everyone internationally. <laughs> we don't want to leave you out. 
Yeah, I mean, I think there was a certain probability that it happened in for season 36 and a certain probability that it would happen for season 37. And even though there are more international people, I would probably guess that the probability that it would happen in season 36 was still probably higher than 37. It just happened to hit this time. Um, so Rob, the link that you sent us, and we can put this in the show description too. We say that now, even though we're terrible at going back and doing this. But so Rob <laughs> sent us a link of the cast. Um, this cat, these group of names are broken out into four different tiers. What are these tiers? Is it pretty much returning women, returning men, new women, new men? Is that what's going That's on? That's what here? I have it so far. I should probably change it so that it's like international American now that we know that what the format is, but that's just what I had it broken down to before we knew that. Okay. So who are the, who are the newest additions? We don't have to go through every single person here, but who are the, the newest? And so I guess we go ahead. Well, so what we should talk about, so we know that Wendell actually was never on the cast, apparently. He actually has a new show on HGTV, so congrats to Wendell, but he will not be appearing on Challenge 37. Uh, we also know Michelle Schulbert, who was originally on the cast for, I don't know if she was an alternate or what happened, she's no longer there. Same with Liv Jawando, also now off the cast. Uh, new additions, we have, I'm trying to, I think this is people that we haven't talked about yet. We have Tasha Akide from Big Brother Nigeria. Uh, Olalu Ogunbiade, uh, also from Big Brother Nigeria. I have not had time to look up pronunciations yet, unfortunately. We have Berna Candlebeck from Survivor Turkey. Uh, Bettina Buchanan from Paradise Hotel, Norway. Tracy Candela from Love Island, Germany. And then with the new men, we have um, Kels Deek from Too Hot to Handle. Jeremiah White, Love Island Season 2 US. Uh, Gabor Siasbo from Warsaw Shore. Corey Lay from 12 Dates of Christmas. Huey Mallon from oh, Big Brother UK. Many, how many fucking people have you just named? I thought we got like a handful of new people. No, we got oh, a yeah, ton a of new people. people. They didn't. The they were short we a lot of women when we, we got the initial cast. We, 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 I still haven't oh gone through the last God. two yet either. We have Logan Sampdero from Survivor Spain and Rian Hellomans from X on the Beach Double Dutch. That's the Dutch version of X on the Beach. This is, this is going to be a fucking train wreck. I don't know. Okay, I think this is far and away the most ambitious season they've ever done by like a significant degree. Like this could go, this could either go really well and this massively increases the like overall brand width of the show, or it's it's a complete failure. Because I just kind of seems expensive, and there and it's a lot of international people. Why do you think it seems expensive? Well, they're, get, they're reaching a lot of big names from international shows. Maybe they're not that expensive. But some of these people have pretty big followings. Like I was looking up um, Tasha Akide from Big Brother Nigeria. She's got like as many followers as like Bear or Turbo do. She's a very, so very the, big name. The thing though from an advertiser's perspective, and the only reason I know this is because of my day job, is yeah. so they can bring in they can bring in these people. So like Africa is like a huge, huge area of like people that they can bring in and start watching the show. However, from the perspective of an advertiser, it's not worth as much. They're not going to pay as much money to put ads in front of people that live in Nigeria because they don't have enough spending power, right? So like from an advertising perspective, yeah. there's there's technically considered it's tier A traffic, which consists of US, Canada, Europe, and Australia. That's pretty much considered tier A. Tier B are some mm-hmm. countries in Asia and then lower than that are like countries in Africa, Philippines, Thailand, places like that. So I would be interested to hear, I don't know. I would be interested to hear exactly why they decided to do it. I think it probably is what you're saying, trying to bring in a wider audience. Um, maybe, I don't know. 
I don't know. Like, I, you know I what? I actually have a so really think, good conspiracy theory. I have no basis to this theory other than my own speculation. Conspiracy theory wasn't what I was going with, but I'm willing to put on a tinfoil hat. Let's see what All he has right. to say. They're preparing for the international rollout of Paramount Plus, and by getting this giant international cast, it increases the chance that more overseas countries will get on the clearance uh, route for Paramount Plus. And the challenge seasons will start being added to Paramount Plus after they air in the U.S. How many seasons? How many countries is the ch- does the challenge actually air in? You know, like is this I even a big not that many? Lot. Like it's the U.S., Canada, and Canada. the U.K. has just started getting a few. Seasons. Like the U.K. is getting double agents now, and they got like I remember they tried to roll out Vendettas, and it didn't go well. And then they rolled out World they of the World. They canceled it like halfway shocking. through. Shocking. It was a terrible. Then, then they ended up rolling out World of the Worlds one, and that one went better. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I, I just so I, I think uh, look, I don't know, but I think I, I think a lot of this could be. You always hear about the stories of when like Sunday Night Football was bought by NBC, and they paid an ungodly amount of money at the time for it. like it was an extreme amount of money. And you're not paying money just for that product; you're paying to have people watching your TV channel at that point and bring in new people for your TV channel as a whole, not just for that one product. I'm curious if with this the it seems like MTV outside of the challenge. I don't know how much they have going on for their other brands. So I'm curious well, if what they're doing. It's basically ridiculousness. Yeah, I'm curious if what they're doing with this is to try to see what other markets can we tap into as MTV, as being more, as Viacom, CBS, larger, and what other types of markets do we think would like our product? See where we do get increases from the other places and really try to hammer both advertisement and maybe other sources of revenue. I don't, I don't, I would, I would think that they have other sources of revenue they generate from this show than strictly just advertising. I think a lot of this, so if I had to guess what I think this is, is the people that they're bringing in from these other countries that are on other shows, like you said, have significant followings, right? You said they have some followings as big as Turbo and Bear. And if I had to guess what's going through their mind is for them to be able to have these audiences and be as big of a character as they are on these other shows, they have to be somewhat talented, right? So I think that's borne out so far too. They, they want to they want to bring them on for that purpose, and I'm guessing because they they are coming on from these smaller shows, that they're able to get them at a pretty good price. And so I think it, when you combine the fact that they're able to get them with at a good price, and they're obviously like no less talented than a lot of the other jabronis that they can bring on from the U.S. Right? Just because they're on these shows right. in other countries, that doesn't mean they're any less of reality personalities. So I think it's kind of a way for them to just like get good talent at a probably good price. I think that's probably what they're thinking. Yeah. And we have seen so far, like just from a colloquial perspective, the people who they've brought on who do have those big followings have delivered, I would say, for the most part, right? Yeah. Like you can clearly tell with Kyle Bear Turbo, um, like just the UK people in general that have bigger names. They they, they have Jenny. their following for a reason. You well, can Jenny, tell Jenny, when they come on. Jenny wasn't that big when she came on, was she? No, she came from a very small show. So when when did they really start to do this? War of the Worlds one. Vendettas. Vendettas was, was the first UK people, but I would say War of the Worlds one was when they really hit like bigger names. Yeah, and Vendettas was also the first they really went outside the MTV family. Like they had Big Brother on Vendettas with Victor um, and Natalie, and so it really was Vendettas when this string of non MTV properties. Georgia was in. Georgia big. So like, who are the biggest people that they brought on? Turbo, Bear. Bear, Kyle would be the three. Um, and then, Kyle like, was insanely popular. That's what people like don't realize in the U.S. is that Jordy Shore was a big deal. 
Yeah, and then um, trying to think through this. Like, really, the international people like are kind of just a different tier of bigger than American people, just because of how reality TV like works in those countries. Like, there wouldn't be there wouldn't be anybody here who's on conventional reality TV that has the popularity of like Turbo or Kyle or Bear, really. Like, I mean, there's just, that's just that's doesn't how American reality TV works. Like, that, who's the biggest American reality TV person they've brought on? Natalie, uh, probably. No, I would say that Polly would be a bigger deal than Natalie no. was. No, Natalie probably had had to have had a bigger following at the time than Polly did. The, the person with the biggest following that they brought on is probably Lolo, isn't it? Not reality, but I'm just saying. Ooh, that's actually just, a good. That's actually a good. I'm just point. saying following in general. She, um, yeah, she probably had the biggest name notoriety of anybody they've had on the main show. That's American. Yeah, no, that's a good good answer. She's not. <laughs> I don't think it helped the rating at all, but she yeah, was that, definitely that was one the time where name. the big following really didn't translate to a, a, on screen. The thing is, she was entertaining on Champs versus Pros. I feel like we forget that about her, but she was entertaining on that season. I don't know what happened. She was Roger entertaining because she was, she was a complete and utter hot mess on the show. Yeah, but she wasn't an entertaining mess this season. She was just yelling at poor Nam the whole time. That's the thing, though, that, like, and I think just going back to the conversation that we started at the end of the episode that we did this mor- morning on our recap of episode seven of uh, All-Stars, which you can get if you become a patron, we started to talk about this at the end, getting into kind of why we think we enjoy, or I enjoy, and Trace enjoys All-Stars more than he's enjoyed the last couple, we've enjoyed the last couple of seasons. I think the there are more people having fun on All-Stars than there are having fun on these last couple of seasons like i think there's just more people having a better time and i don't know and i think that's probably what lolo suffered from right she was not having a good time on yeah, she wasn't clearly. having she wasn't having a good time on chance versus pros either though she was i i'd have to go back and rewatch every episode but she was not like she's like getting into screaming fights at flag in a, in a like a, a, a casual flag football game at a picnic or like but could you say would you she she wasn't at a point where she was having a mental breakdown and had to leave the show. She was though, having right? multiple mental breakdowns. No, she was not in a no, good no, no. place. Okay. She was like yelling at, like she was yelling at Louise for the whole limes incident too. She was not in a good position. Uh, but she was. There was just something more entertaining about her. I just think she was in a variety of environments there. Whereas with this season, it was just yelling at poor Nam, who and Nam seems like just like as likable as anybody, and he's just <laughs> continually screaming at him. Yeah. So who did who did we loot? Like who are the people that we like thought we had and we lost? You said Wendell. Who else? Wendell. Wendell's the biggest one. Outside of that, it was like Liv was the only returner, I think, and then Wes was on for like two seconds, and then he's no longer on. Yeah, Everybody was else joke. was just people we didn't really know. And then, I mean, looking through the, I've looked at a couple of these newer people. They seem promising. Tasha's the one who definitely has the biggest following from what I've seen from Big Brother Nigeria. She's like two million Instagram followers or something. She's a very big name. And there's other people like Kells Deke. He he is a he's six foot six, and he plays for the London American football team. Um, so like you know like and whatever they're like London NFL football, football, but London. Yes, exactly. This is soft, so like right? it, so like if the Jets, no, no, it's it's actual, it's NFL, it's like actual football, American football. They have European oh, football, football. That's like American Who is this? football. What's this guy's name? Kells Deke. He look. He's six foot six. He um so like if the if the like Jets don't show up to their London game this year, then the Falcons will probably play this guy's team. 
There's no way that they're doing London games this year, right? No, they're in London this year. I bet you they will. It's aggressive. We'll see what happens. But yeah, so he he seems promising. He's six six. Six foot six, yeah. This guy Huey Mowen, though, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. He does not seem like he this that seems like a dud. He he like he was like short and then he's also like just doesn't seem like he's in the best physical shape and like he doesn't all seem like he's like big into working out. Um, so the Michi of this year? I don't even I think Michi's a little bit too far. I think he's less than Michi. He's like wow. somewhere he's like um he's like J Janizek. Oh, that's bad. That's that's bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm like which, whoever, whichever buddy, whoever's got him first, they're definitely uh, f- first out the door. Wait, so Natasha or Tasha Akeed, You said she won Big Brother Nigeria. I don't know if she won. She just has a very big following, and she's in like drama from from what clips I've seen. You could really like at this point watch. Reality TV, twenty four hours a day. If you wanted to, oh, there's so many easy. shows. It would be so easy. easy. You could watch four just turn on screens HGTV. of reality TV. <laughs> you could watch four screens of reality TV twenty four hours a day if you wanted to. We should bring some people on that have actually seen these seasons to get. Yeah, some I, was, I, I think I, I actually thought it seemed like a few people on Twitter were actually aware of the two Big Brother Nigeria people, so we might be able to get somebody for that. Some of these other shows, I don't know. Do we know anybody who watches X on the Beach Dutch version? If anyone My wife watched it? 12 Dates of Christmas, so... Uh, <laughs> there we go. We got one. I can, she's having just... her gallbladder out, so we could get her high on uh, her narcotic that she'll get when she gets done, and we could ask her about 12 Dates of Christmas. It might be entertaining. What, um, is that an American show? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it was on, like... Hold on. Let me... Let me double-check that. 12 Days of... Christmas reality show. I want to get a. This it was is on. It was. It was HBO Max. This is going to be Rob's worst nightmare. But what I want to do is I want to get one person that knows about each of these people, and we're going to do a call where all of us are on at the exact same time. Why is it my worst nightmare? I think that's more his. He's got to edit it. Yeah. What do you mean? We don't have to edit it. We're just going to let this thing roll, and so we're going to have like twelve. Pe- we're going to have twelve people on at once trying to have a conversation about these people. <laughs> I mean, I just want to like because I feel like I would never get to talk. I yeah, think, but the, here, uh, here is your synopsis of Twelve Dates of Christmas to give you the idea of the level of competition we're getting from this show. A new reality competition show on HBO Max puts three hopeless romantics, Faith, Chad, and Garrett, on a quest for coupledom at, at an Austrian fairy tale castle. So it's basically The Bachelor, okay, with Christmas. I mean, he seems like he's in. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to find his athletic pedigree. He seems like not in bad shape. Wait, okay, out of the people we know on this cast, do we have like? Wait, hold like on. No, Rob, in the sense of we know the background of. We lost Jay, didn't we? Wasn't he supposed to be on this cast? Jay, well, we lost Jay a while ago. Before we, they even left for a while. Before they left, or while they were there. I feel like when we last recorded, we knew Jay was off. If I didn't mention him, I apologize. But he, he's he been the- off for a while. Was he the COVID person? He he broke COVID protocol reportedly. I, I mean, look, okay. we don't know, but reportedly what happened. He left his hotel room. Bad, bad, bad. <laughs> we have to um, we we have to talk about one of the all time funniest moments in the history of the show that was not actually recorded on the show. That we all this, heard about in, in regard to this season. 
Yeah. With, with the West stuff? And Josh. Oh. It's very intelligible. It's hilarious. Okay, it's so here's what happened. What had happened was we get a rumor all of a sudden that Wes is on the show. And it's posted and on Devin Bevmo. is texting us like, we got to record about this. This is breaking We've got to do an emergency podcast <laughs> yeah, exactly. to talk about we gotta be like Adam, we got to be like Adam Schefter hopping on the ESPN Sports hot Center. Hot news, hot news. Wes is on the yeah. show. And it turns out that it was all a hoax. Wes texted Josh and said he was in quarantine. And no, then magically with FaceTime him. FaceTime, he FaceTimed him in a dark room. Wasn't that it yep. to make it look like he was in his hotel Make it room? look legit. And Josh really believed that Wes was on the cast. And either he told somebody else who then shared it with Pink Rose. Or Josh submitted it as a leak to Pink Rose. So, you know, obviously we have no proof. But it, it was very quick that loose lips will sink ships. And you tell Josh, apparently it's going to get around. <laughs> Rob, when are you going to tell everyone that you're Pink Rose? Well, I mean, you can't if you release a secret on air. Everybody knows. Just tell everyone. Wow. Well, okay. Well, well, when the time comes, we'll, we'll release that information. Uh, I mean, I'm fairly so certain that if Rob was Pink Rose, he would not be able to do the challenge fantasy game uh, accurately or fairly because he would know the results before. <laughs> yeah, he be able to do it too accurately. He can still grade it. I, I'd be able to do it too accurately. His handicaps would be um, so on the mark. <laughs> uh, I mean, this Corey Leg. I, I this Corey Leg guy seems like he's like in like he seems like he's in very good shape, certified personal trainer. Like he, he'll. I know he's from Twelve Days to Christmas, but it's not like he'll be. He's not like this Huey Mowen, whatever Jamoke. I just like I. I just can't wrap my head around the fact that the show, the challenge that we have watched, that used to be the Real World versus Road Rules, and then everybody was up in arms when they added. Um, are you the X one? on the beach? Are you the one first? And then yeah. they added X on the beach. That was like the end of the and world. Now when they added we got friggin' the twelve. Dude, people lost their damn minds when that happened. It was like, oh my god, they're ruining the sanctity of the challenge. Oh my god! And you know, here we are now. The friggin' twelve dates of Christmas is being represented on the challenge. It's, it's honestly, I think this is off the wall. Do you think they're being influenced by like sort of the everything has to be a universe, everything has to be as expanded as we can make it? Like the Marvel Cinematic Universe basically started this trend where we're going to bring in as many different properties as we can and merge them all into one thing. I think the problem think, is is they're having trouble getting U.S. cast members, and in order to fill out the show, they've got to I build don't, more I don't international. Buy that, dude. I think there's plenty of American cast members that still are dying to go on the show. I think they're trying to get talent. I think that's what it is. They're just trying to get talent wherever they can. And that was, think about it, right before they started to bring people on from everywhere, that's when the show was really suffering, right? Right. What, what was the last yeah, show before it happened? Rivals 3? Like, it was rough. We were, we were heading, and it, Bloodlines, they, they attempted it with Bloodlines, but they assumed that just because someone is related to a cast member, that they could potentially be a positive cast member, and that was a false assumption. Dude, um, you go back and watch Bloodlines, you can tell that half that cast has never been on TV. Because like, oh, yeah. the only time it it's good be. TV for them is when it's an absolute disaster. Like it has to be like Brianna like yelling at Jenna about her her, her dad working her, in a bakery. Like that's the only time wonder, that they're entertaining. I wonder. Congratulations, why, your dad owns a bakery. They did that right around the time that Survivor did Blood vs Water. 
I wonder why it worked better for Survivor than it worked for the challenge. Well, Survivor always has new people on it. Well, Survivor's, Survivor's just a yeah, different but, game. Survivor's yeah, a different still, game than the challenge, completely. Like with, with Survivor, you really know what you're getting into because everybody that's going to be on Survivor has at some point watched Survivor. When it came to the challenge, it was obvious people on that show had never seen the challenge before. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of people that have been on Survivor that have never seen the show before. That that used to happen all the time. That was the whole Mactor thing, right? Uh, model actor. Model actor. Yeah, yeah, that Jeff Probst would pretty much just like pull off the street and throw him in and say, good <laughs> luck. Like Earl, who, there, there have been people that have won that have never seen the show before. Like Earl, Earl who won Fiji, had never seen the show before. Um, so I don't know. That's I, mind-blowing to just me. Just something to think about, yeah. Survivor is just such a different game. That's so interesting well, well, like, to me that someone Survivor, who hasn't. Everybody's always new. No, like, they're not bringing on seasons. Blood vs. Water, it's the exact I mean, same Occasionally, thing. but what I'm saying is a Blood vs. Water season doesn't seem out of place because we're used to seeing all new people on Survivor. We're not used to but seeing have, that on the challenge. They had returning people on the first Blood vs. Water. It was returning people. It was the exact same situation oh, as Bloodlines. It was you're returning going people away from what people. I'm getting at. What, are you what I'm just saying is, like, on a regular Survivor season, new cast, new cast, or what happens? They're the norm. They're not out of place. On the challenge, half the new cast is out of place. It's out of the norm. Not necessarily. You can even see on like Fresh Meat Two. Like on Fresh Meat Two, there's a reason very few people on Fresh Meat Two are brought back. There's a lot of that yeah. cast you can tell hasn't been on TV. But at the same time, Fresh Meat One, they were able to do that, and that, that was like a new era of the show. They happen well, to think, cast think, people though. Like Fresh Meat One is a different animal from Fresh Meat Two. Evan yeah, think, was almost cast on Real World Austin. Like yeah. people forget that these people were just barely not making the Real World cut, and they were like, "Well, let's just put them on as Fresh Meat for the challenge." That's how that all shook out. Like Kenny applied for the Real World; he didn't apply for the challenge. Like you, you have to look at how limited the casting pool is for Bloodlines. You have to be looking at, for one, on the challenge side, people who had Bloodlines who would be willing to participate, and then you're looking at picking between like the three people who would go with the Bloodline the best. Like it's such a limited casting pool. Like I mean, yeah, you're I looking think, at like, oh, we got to bring Anissa's cousin on just because she, we need a we need and one of Anissa's relatives. It was also <laughs> fairly <laughs> obvious that Anissa and her cousin barely knew each other. Like literally, it was like Anissa was scraping the bottom of that barrel for a Bloodline. <laughs> I don't know if I could pick a niece's cousin out of a lineup right now, to be honest. Like, I don't know if I would recognize her if I saw her. Do you remember her I name? I could, and the only reason not that a, I could is because she had such a breakdown on the friggin' me, reunion, and I remember Rob, that me, breakdown. Give me three options. Give me three names, and I'll see, I'll see if okay. I can answer. Um, should it be three options from that show or three just random names? Whatever you think it makes makes it more difficult for me to guess. Okay. We've got Jill Tuttle, Wendy Thompson, Rihanna Polin. Rihanna Polin. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, clap, claps around for Devin. He got it right. Jill Tuttle uh, was Kahuta's cousin who was also on the season. Which Damn. also has one of the funniest moments in the history of the show comes from that after show. Kahuta is in... Yeah. Kahuta and Jill are in the SUV after they've gotten eliminated and they've got the camera there. And Kahuta says bye to Nani on the camera and talks about how he'd sneaked a pair of her dirty panties and hid them under his pillow. Oh. And Jill sitting there going like, uh, yeah, my reaction. It was awkward as hell. And I laughed so hard at Jill's reaction to it. It, it is one of the funniest things I've ever seen on the show. 
they, yeah, they, they can't. There's been some rumors they're going to do like a Bloodlines too. They cannot do that again. That was an oh, absolute God, disaster. They can't. They just can't. They, they can't do that again. That, that's, 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 that's one of those red herring rumors because the they is, want you to get all up in arms about it. So whatever shitty format they throw out there, you can at least say at least they didn't <laughs> do Bloodline right. too. The thing is, yeah, sure. There's like a certain probability that like you might be able to pull it off, but there's so many other things that you could do that would have a much higher probability of success. You know what I mean? Like there's exactly. so many other things you could do before that. Like like this, like this like this season this is extremely ambitious way higher upside and even a way higher floor I would argue than a bloodline season like I I think this going wrong is even like the the fifth percentile outcome for this is still much higher than bloodlines because well, you've the seen big thing what here is these people have been on TV like yeah. they have yeah. been on TV so they understand how the game is played from a storyline confessional perspective they've you know they they've been on and they've gone through the motions on a TV show before. Yeah. They, they, they know kind of just, yeah, it, it, they at least have a track record for these people. They've seen what they're like. That's probably the number one thing that they do. I honestly feel like they they reach out to these people more so than these people try and reach out to the show. You know what I mean? I bet you they have some people that are like scouring through shows and just looking for talent. And then they re- reach out to these people in some way. I think it's kind of, I think it's a little bit different than that. I think what they do is they... Look at markets that they're interested in, and then just find whoever has the most followers and those markets from reality TV shows. Like I don't really scour, I don't think they're scouring the talent really. I think it's more yeah. they more yeah. like that. And also keep in mind that CBS, being part of Viacom, all of these spinoffs of Big Brother and Survivor, they have to pay a licensing fee and get approval to do a season in their international country. So they're aware of who the people are on these casts that are part of the probably the overall casting pool for Viacom reality shows. Yeah, I think we didn't even really touch on it this much this episode. I I think the I I like what they're doing. I I don't know if I like what they're doing. I definitely see the upside in what they're doing with this. I think that there's a chance this could hit and really, really hit. I'm curious if MTV is almost the right channel to try to pull something like this off. When you say something like this, what do you mean when you say like this? This is just a really ambitious project to bring in all these people from this many different shows. Like The Bachelor tried to do something similar to this um, at mean, one point many... in time with their winter game show. And I, from what I recall, I think that failed pretty poor, badly. I mean, when you look at War of the Worlds 2, and, or, or excuse me, War of the Worlds 1, or some of these other seasons where they brought a lot of people on, how many more people on this season are they bringing on compared to some of those other seasons? I think it's significant. I'd have to look it at It is the significant, because at least War of the Worlds 1, the, the international cast, there was a lot of people that had been on Vendettas and Final Reckoning. So there was a certain about, level of familiar, familiarity. Who, with who's those. not American or British on War of the Worlds 1? You have Turbo. D is not American or British, but she oh. was on a British show. You have Turbo, JP, um, Shailene, who's Canadian, and then... Is that well, it? Why you, so why does it make a difference, a, a difference that they're from UK as opposed to other countries? Well, the UK and the American market seem like they're kind of symbiotic at this point. Like you can move people in between those shows and it's it like that's proven to work. And then you also have, I think... Like I think that the MTV UK, like that's... Do you think that's different taste or am I off base? Like they've already tried that and it's worked. They haven't tried it with these other uh, countries or these tried other what? shows. Bring the them air on. the challenge. The air the challenge or to bring them on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've, I mean, they've pretty much just stuck to the UK to this point, aside from turbo, you know, like they basically, and, um, 
They've basically covered the areas where the challenge airs. This cast, there's a ton of people coming on where the challenge is not even on in that country. What about the guy that beat CT in elimination? CT or lost to CT? And... Uh, that's JP. He was World of Worlds one. He was from Brazilian X on the beach. Okay. Like I feel and like he's just there... one guy. Yeah, I know, but I feel like there's people here and there. Like where was um Zahida was from UK. Is she actually from the UK? I think she was born in Bangladesh, but I'm pretty sure she lives in the UK now. So by all intents, uh, like, but she had a UK flag on her helmet. So yeah, I mean, there's definitely so like as far as the makeup, as far as like the the complexity of the makeup from the geography goes of where these people are from. I think it's definitely like the most diverse cast in that sense, but they've had a lot of people from other countries on the season. You know what I mean? As far as like the percentage of American people. So if you look at like the percentage of American people on a season, I wonder where season 37 would rank relative to other seasons. Like it could definitely be the highest, but I would uh, be curious to know. Two has just a little bit over half. Yeah. I'd be Sorry, curious I, to you know, I would be curious to know where it ranked, uh, Relative to the other seasons, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to we'll have to see how this goes. I, I think this returning this the American cast they do have on too is um an interesting selection. I, I'm curious for the rationale behind how, how that has played out. I mean, it's a nice way to put I, it. Up. I know Wes and I think you just have to put Wes and Johnny in like a bucket where they're not going to do it. But particularly with something this ambitious, you'd really think you'd, they'd like to have somebody with their producer sense on the show. Just to point them everyone in the right direction. Yeah, exactly. Just facilitate what's going on. Even, even like we said, we saw with like Derek and Jemmy and Mark Long on all stars, Well, they're just kind of like moving stuff along. CT really doesn't do it to the same extent, extent that John. Not at all. I, I'd argue him. Well, he's almost a negative in that way. Cause he, he really likes to kind of, he, as much as he can really play passive. He's definitely far less. We've talked about this before, but he is significantly less entertaining now than he was in his prime. I thought he wasn't bad on Double Agents. Like he's much more entertaining on Double Agents than he was on War of the Worlds Two. Where War of the Worlds Two, the only thing that he does memorable is when he throws that one mission. All right. Anything else? Um, I think we we seem to have be dealing with nothing but time limits these days. So I don't know if we really have time to really go into much else. Um, yeah, I'm curious how this is going to go. Some of these new people, I mean, you assume they bring them on for a reason. They seem pretty promising. I think Tasha and Kells, from what I've seen, have been the two that have stuck out of the international cast so far. And then I'm calling it right now. Whoever has Huey is uh, out in the first three episodes. Who's Huey? I, well, actually, actually, I guess we don't even know if it's pair eliminations, right? We don't know anything. I'm not looking to any spoilers or reaching out to any sources to find out results of anything. I've kept my stuff very general inquiring about the shutdown. Okay. I think all we can do from now on is just build a shrine in my basement so that there will be no skulls on this season. <laughs> we can only hope. We can only hope. Uh, Dude, please help me. They had – is this guy just out of his mind or what? Who? Huey whatever from Big Brother UK. I don't know if I, I didn't look at all of this stuff. Go just go, Google him right now. Look at images, and you're going to see what I see immediately. I think I know what you're talking about, and it's it's yeah. I don't know what what that's about. So that shows that they care significantly less about that than we would assume. I don't think that, it, that that's what you're discussing. We can't talk. We we we'll have to talk about the rest of this off air and 
do how we want to proceed with that. But I, I think that's not what you think it is. How it, it is not? What is it? We have, I, I'm not sure. So, and we have to roll. So we'll talk about it off air. All right. Thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Bye.